Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb, and uh, we're grateful that you guys are here just connecting with us. I want to throw out a few reminders as we get started today. Be sure to check us out on our social media platforms. That's um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We actually divide all of our content up there in different playlists. And then, uh, man, be sure just to, to like, to subscribe wherever you're listening to, and, and leave us reviews. That helps us to beat the algorithms to, to get our content out there. Um, five-star reviews are, are obviously what we're going for. If you want to leave a four-star, uh, man, go do that on the Rogan podcast or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but we're looking for those five stars. And again, man, we're just grateful. If you've missed our content before, be sure to go back, give us a listen. Um, right now, we're kind of taking you step by step through uh, Caleb's book, Pursuing Freedom, which by the way, is now available on Amazon Bookstore. You can get your copy today for $10. Again, that's Pursuing Freedom by our very own Caleb Sprider. So be sure um, get a copy of that because um, there's just times that we're going through here. It's, it's easier to have the content in hand to follow along um, as we just move along with that. Um, but today we are excited just to, to continue. This is episode nine. And today's action item um, is one um, that that is so hard. So, I mean, I just want to encourage you guys from the get-go, man, stick with us through it. It's such an important step. Whether you're on a recovery journey, um, just a, a faith walk, whatever you're you're pursuing, um, this is a roadblock in so many people's lives. Um, it is that place where we stumble and, and where we, we take so many steps back. Uh, Caleb, you want to introduce today's topic? Yeah. So today we're talking about forgiveness, what everybody Ouch. wants to hear. I, I, I see how this works. Every time I introduce the topic, it's always a topic that's uh, uncomfortable for people to deal with, right? That's the ones that Aaron gives me to start off with. I, I see the pattern. Yeah. So our action item today is I will confidently confront the hurts of my past and to the best of my ability, resolve any issues that continue to control my present and impact my future. So what I want to do real fast is kind of recap and tell you where we're at in the process. So if you tuned in last to our last episode, we did, uh, we kind of walked through our identify lesson, which is where we kind of, we, we, we do what we call mind mapping, where we take a, a piece of paper and you, and you draw a bunch of circles and we, and we connect and we're trying to look for that thing in your past that keeps, that keeps causing you um, negative feelings or emotions. Um, negative values that that you and that's why you continue to engage in that struggle is because we're trying to change the way we feel that's the root cause that that's, we talked about right. a couple episodes ago so right. talked about the root cause and identifying that root cause right and so in today what we're doing is we're going to be in today and then our next episode also we're going to be talking about how do we you know now that we've identified that thing we want to deal with it we want to we want to try to move past it so we can not have to feel the need to engage in our struggle to make ourselves feel better we need to actually get to the we need to look at that root cause and, and actually do something about it so i'm not just supposed to push that down no we've tried that that's why we're here is we've been pushing those things down and we thought well maybe if i do you know a bunch of drugs or alcohol or you know food or you know whatever that maybe if i just do that it'll just kill it well it's not you're not that's why we're, we're still dealing with those things and so what we want to do is like i said <clears throat> kind of expose it. That's what we did with that Identify lesson. We want to expose it. And now today we're going to talk about um, what do we do about that. And so uh, in Ephesians, it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And so one, a couple of takeaways in that verse is one, um, the Bible commands us to, to get rid of all that bitterness, rage, anger, all those things that we're holding on to, that we are suppressing, that we're pushing down deep in that, you know, in the pit of our stomach. 
you know, we're, we're told to not hold on to those things. We got to move past those things. And one of the ways we do that is through forgiveness. And so, go ahead. So um, I do want to kind of, as we get into forgiveness, I think oftentimes there's some misconceptions about what it is um, and, and what it's not. And so I do want to touch just real quick on just kind of the definition. What, when we talk about forgiveness, what are we talking about here? And so first and foremost in that verse, you know, it says, get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, all types of evil behavior. Instead, be forgiving. That's kind of on the other side. Um, so um, kind of by definition, unforgiveness is, is an evil behavior. Um, <laughs> But, but what it's not, it's not making excuses for what people have, have done. It's just kind of arriving at this conclusion where you say, you know what, um, this is out of my hands, it's in the hands of God, and I'm gonna set this down. I'm no longer gonna seek retribution. I'm no longer gonna hold it against um, the, the people uh, in my life that have hurt me. Now, you're not justifying it. You're not saying that this is okay, because then the truth of the matter is when, when things happen to us that cause unforgiveness, you know, by world's definition, yet we're justified to be hurt and wounded. Um, but God's word says we're not justified to hold on to that. Um, so we need to we need to get rid of it. We need to forgive. So it's not saying this is what you've done is okay. It's just saying I'm going to move on and, and I'm not going to hold on to this anymore. And, and the importance about that is when we do hold on to um, unforgiveness, uh, again, we think that, that the longer we hold on to it, that we're punishing people. And so we have this definition that, that unforgiveness is my way of, of sticking it to, to my mom or my dad that's hurt me or my spouse that's hurt me. I'm going to hold on to this and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back at them this way or, or maybe it was this person, your boss or whatever it is. And we think in our mind that, that again, this is how I'm going to hurt them. They've hurt me and now I'm hurting them by never letting this go. Well, the, the cold, hard truth of the matter is, nine times out of ten, they don't give a rip or they're <laughs> unaware that we hold anything against them anyways. Um, and then beyond that, it's only hurting us. And so that's the thing that we really need to, to allow to be illuminated in our minds, that, that unforgiveness does nothing to punish anyone but us. So it's like if you shot me in the kneecap and I'm like, I'll show you, and I shoot myself in the other kneecap. And it's like, okay. Um, did that really hurt you? I don't know. I might have grossed you out a little bit as I've wounded myself. But in the end, um, I'm the one that's suffering. And so that, that's what unforgiveness does. It just causes more pain, more suffering. Um, it's like being in a hole thinking we're going to dig our way out by just, you know, trying to go farther in the bottom. And so that, that's kind of what that is. So, yeah. um, no, that's, you know, that's I've heard people say that, you know, unforgiveness is like drinking, drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, or holding on to resentment. You know, and, th and while you were talking about that, that reminds me of a story um, when you were talking about that, you know, most of the time the, the person that hurts you, you know, they're probably not even thinking about you. And it, it reminds me of a story and I, the, the, the lady's name escapes me, but this woman was um, kidnapped and held hostage. And I mean, and, uh, raped and I mean, just an atrocious event that happened to her. And um, she, you know, was able to escape, and you know, her her captors were ca were caught and uh, prosecuted and everything. And um, she was interviewed after the fact, you know, however long. And somebody she she made the statement basically that she that she had forgiven him because she just realized that <clears throat> that just holding it against them, you know, they're they're in prison. That, that nothing about her holding on to that resentment and the pain. Um, was changing anything about them it wasn't you know the only person who was affecting was her yeah and 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 so she had to come to grips with that and, and forgive 
um, and to let that go so she could get on with living her life. And, and I'm just like, well, you know, kudos to her. I mean, I yeah. have trouble forgiving the person who cuts me off, you know, <laughs> on the, drives slow in the left lane. I mean, she, she, she went through some significant trauma and, you know, came to this realization that we're going to get to here in a second is that, you know, by holding on to that, that, that um, you're, you know, you're not, the only person you're really affecting is yourself. Yeah. And that's keeping you from, from moving forward. And so speaking of that, so when we were talking about dealing with these things that somebody has done to you, um, there's kind of two different ways we can, two different strategies that we, we use um, to, to deal with those things. And, and the number one thing that we want to do is like we were talking about is forgiveness. Um, now, and like we preface here, I want to say it again, because sometimes when we talk about forgiveness, some people will get, you know, defensive, you know, because you've, you've gone through trauma, you know, you maybe you've been sexually abused or something very serious. And, um, you, you just think, no, I don't, you know, uh, I'm not ready to say it's okay. Forgiveness is not saying that what somebody did to you is okay. Yeah. Forgiveness is, is, is saying, you know, I, I'm moving past this thing. I'm not going to, I'm no longer going to be held hostage by this is that, on my end of things, I'm going to forgive you. Not, you know, God's going to, you know, judge and, you know, vengeance is mine. Say, let's say it the Lord. So, I mean, He's going to He's going to deal with those people uh, for what they have done, and that's His job to do. It's not our job to do that. And and holding on to that resentment just keeps us stuck. And so, forgiveness again. If you if this is you, maybe you're feeling a little defensive in that. You know, no, I'm not ready to do this. I want to make clear at the very beginning, we'll reiterate at the end, is that forgiveness is not saying that what somebody has done to you is okay. Okay, that is not what that means. Forgiveness is saying that I'm ready to move on from that from, from a personal standpoint, as far as um, I'm ready to, to not allow the anger and the resentment and everything to, to continue to keep me stuck in my life. Okay, so that's, I just want to be very clear. Yeah, um, and you know, this is something I will say, uh, you know, as I've shared part of my story, you know, I do have a history of um, sexual abuse. You know, there's a season in my life that that's what took place. And um, there was lots of things that, that happened through that. You know, one, you know, it, it distorted my identity. Um, it made me devalue myself. So those were things that I had to deal with. Well, another element was, was exactly this, that until um, I got free of the unforgiveness in my heart, that it really does stun our growth moving forward and in our walk with with christ and, and in our recovery that um it kind of keeps us trapped in that moment and, and as much as we want to move forward that until we're ready to let go of that then we just kind of circle the drain we keep circling the drain um and and we've got to let go of that now i understand the difficulty of this because you know when you do have that pain and that trauma that you know i've personally experienced some of that um it was so hard to say, I, I'm done with this, I'm gonna move on. Um, but you just really, you've gotta arrive at that because it's the thing that's that's killing us. And you know, whether it's on a big scale like this or, or just small things with our marriage that we've got, we've gotta let go of it if, if we wanna grow, if we wanna move forward. And so Luke 6, 35 through 36 says, but love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High. For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate, just as your father is compassionate. Um, and so, 
it's such a hard concept to say, love my enemies. I mean, um, in today's culture, especially, you know, we just, we don't value human life. And even those who uh, may have hurt us or wounded us or done awful things, it's so hard for us to kind of come to this realization that um, God doesn't feel the same way about them that we do. Um, you know, the person who abused me, I mean, the, the reality is God loves them. Um, and so God wants us to, to operate in the love that he has. So love your enemies and then do good to them. Now, and I like to say, and lend to them without expecting anything back. Now, it's really easy to kind of think monetarily when you mm -hmm. see that lend to them. Um, but when I read this, the thing that sticks out to me is um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them what I've received. Now, now God's given me grace and mercy for my own, my own sins, the things that I've done. Um, and, and some of those have been awful. In God's eyes, they're all awful, everything that we've done. And so God's given me this grace and mercy and, and this love. And so I'm expected to do the same. Love my enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting anything back. Not monetarily. Lend them, extend to them grace and mercy um, for what they've done and understand that, that it's not our place to seek retribution or to punish them. Um, that that's between them and God. Um, just like the things that we've done in our life aren't, aren't for other people to, to seek retribution or punish us, that again, it's, it's between them and God. Um, and it says, you must be compassionate, and I love this, just as your father is compassionate, that, that when it comes to forgiveness, um, it's not based off of them, has nothing to do with them. And that, that's kind of that first roadblock to, to really get past that because the, the wound revolves around them, we think that the actions moving forward do, and really we've got to learn to just remove them from the our decision-making process. And none of the things that we do are because they deserve it, because they're good enough for it, or anything else. It's an extension of the grace and the mercy that God's extended to us, that we're compassionate because compassion was given to us, that we forgive because we were forgiven. We love because we were loved, that, that it's all in relationship and correlation to, to what Jesus has done for us. And because of that, there's this expectation that we extend that to the people around us. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what does the Bible say? It says, uh, while you got your life together, you know, Jesus came and died for us. No, it says, while you were still sinners, Jesus came and died for you. And, and uh, Romans 5, 8, I believe, if you want to look that up. So Yeah, you can correct my, if I, you know, butchered that. But but that's what it says is that. Hopefully I got the right yeah, verse. So. <laughs> um, it says, while we were sinners, right? So while, and that's what that's what Aaron was talking about, is that we're, we're to extend that grace, the same grace that God gave us. So, so the person that hurt you, you know, like Aaron said, God loves them, right? Jesus came to die for them too, you know? And, and that's a hard thing to think about, but. Uh, I'm, I'm going to harken back to uh, lesson number two, which is was Jesus, right? That, that was the whole point. And we talked about that at that time was that this is important for this process is that, you know, to, to learn to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, to, to be Christian, because as a Christian, when we come to this step, having, having grace, having received the gift of grace from Jesus to have, who came and died, uh, and to, to wipe away our sins and, and forgive us, like now we understand that concept because it's been, it's been done to us. Jesus forgave us, God has forgiven us, and now we're called to do the same thing to others that have wronged us, is that we forgive them. And so, you know, God didn't wait for us to do the right things to forgive us, you know. All we had to do was, was to, to turn to Him and accept it. And so we have to just extend that, that grace to, to other people. And so, 
Um, forgiveness, again, like Aaron was talking about, it's not about the other person per se. It's not about what they have done. They haven't, you know, we're not talking about uh, them having to make things right before we forgive them. I mean, in certain, some circumstances, that's just not a possibility, right? That person, yeah. maybe they've, they've passed away or something. You can't obviously expect them to, to fix things. You're going to have to, you know, uh, forgive them the way things are. Um, but again, um, <clears throat> forgiveness, what forgiveness doesn't mean is forgiveness doesn't mean that th what they did was okay. And the other thing that forgiveness doesn't mean is that you have to necessarily be friends, right? If that's not what we're, we're saying. Like, you know, if you had a, an abusive spouse and you, you know, divorced and moved on, um, you don't have to go hang out with them anymore. Like, you know what, I, now that I've forgiven you, I'm going to. I'm gonna, you know, let's go on a date. Like, that's not what we're saying. Um, I know you beat me. And, <laughs> you, you know, know you, you kidnapped me, but I forgive you. Let's try again. <laughs> yeah, let's see if you know. Maybe you know it'll be different. Same. No, that's not what. That's not what forgiveness means either. Sometimes people take it that way, and that's why they get defensive. And they're like, you know, what? I don't, I don't want to forgive because, you know, I'm not okay with them. That's okay. You don't have to be okay with them. Like I said, there's. Uh, nobody, nobody says you have to, to hang out or, or to, to validate what they've done or to, to validate what they're still doing. You know, this is again about you and about your ability to move on. Yeah, I mean, it is one of those things too. I mean, again, um, we think that then it means I'm going to trust you again. And trust and forgiveness are separate. So you're not justifying their actions. You're not saying it was okay. And you're not even saying you're going to trust that person again to come back into your life in any capacity. Um, forgiveness, and I hate to say it this way, but I do it frequently, so I might as well learn to embrace it, that forgiveness, man, it's such a selfish thing that we get to do for ourselves that it's, uh, it's, it's not, I mean, in a sense, it's selfless, but in a sense, I mean, it's, it's a self... It, Look at it as a self-centered decision. It's for you, for your growth moving forward. Um, I did want to share real quick. It was Mark 11, 25. I mean, just the importance of forgiveness. And there's several verses that um, kind of point to the same thing that I think are often looked over. But um, here's Jesus is speaking. He says, and uh, that's King James. I'm not reading out of the King James. Let me... <laughs> Let me move That's that translation. The true version, yeah. <laughs> it says, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Um, and so unforgiveness to me, like even when I look at it in relationship, um, it's such a big deal to God that, that it's this thing that directly impacts our relationship with God that not only is it impacting your, your real world relationships and your ability to grow with people around you, um, but it becomes a wall between you and God. And so maybe you're, you're out there and you're, you're wondering why you're not hearing from God, why is God not moving in your life, why have you come up against this wall? Is there unforgiveness in your heart? Is there something that, that is standing um, between you and Him? And could it potentially be because you refuse to let go of a grudge you have against somebody else? Yeah, that's what our next verse here in Colossians says. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowances, make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And that's Colossians 3.12. Which leads me to the, the, our kind of next point, which is our other strategy when we're talking about forgiving people is... is maybe you, you still haven't warmed up to that idea of forgiving people and so the, the other thing we want to talk about is understanding is understanding that hurt people hurt people and what I mean by that is that out of 
out of that person's brokenness, they, they have done something to you. And then, you know, we, we kind of touched on this earlier is that, was that as Christians, we had to start to adopt the ability to, to look at people through the eyes of God and that understand that they, those people are broken. And so, so for, for instance, in most cases, you know, somebody who is uh, an abuser, they were abused, you know, as a child. Right, especially like men, men who you know who abuse their wives or their children, they were abused as as uh, a child. Um, you know, kids that bully at school, they you know they're they're acting out because of something at home or uh, some sort of issue like that. There's uh, th there's something that's um, that's going on. Most criminals they come from broken homes, right? We know you know. Uh, the, the criminality rate in like single single parent homes is is way higher than in a two two parent home household, um, and th those are all facts that we know about people. And so that when you you know you you're holding on to the anger and the resentment towards somebody, and you're like, man, I just don't know that I can forgive them. You know, for for a moment, kind of take the the time to think, well, how how does God you know God sees them as as a broken person that and. You know, they they maybe have done those things to you because because of things that have happened to them. You know, and again, this is not to say that it's okay, but it's to give you uh, maybe try to give you a little perspective and a little bit of an understanding, kind of give you that tenderheartedness, that um, humility. Humility we're talking about in the verse to to look at them the way that God looks at them. Um, to try to come to, like I said, a little bit of understanding to their situation. Again, I'm not saying that what they did is okay. You know, we're not allowed to just act out because life sucks sometimes, you know. But, um, but you know, they're broken too. They're sinners too. Romans um, 3.23 says we all fall short of God's glory standard that yeah. uh, there's not a righteous among us um, <laughs> without the blood of, of Jesus. And so it is one of those things that we do have to put it we've got to put it in that context now again um again we categorize you know sins and trespasses things that people do um this is worse than that um but you know in, in god's eyes i mean we're all imperfect you know we've all missed the mark not one of us um has made it and so just kind of understanding that even though i didn't do this I mean, the truth of the matter is we've all wounded and we've all hurt people. It may not have been to the extent that somebody wounded or hurt you, but just from that understanding of, man, they, they're they missing the mark, I've missed the mark. I'm going to extend that grace and mercy that God's extended to me. Yeah. So when we're dealing, again, if, so like we said, this is kind of, we're, we're going back to, to our last episode where we kind of identified those people that have hurt us. Maybe they gave us a negative belief or negative self-worth or negative esteem because of the things they've done. You know, they were verbally or physically abusive. You know, they told us we weren't going to amount to anything. And so what we want to do with this process and this and this um, lesson here is to take that that event or that person that happened and, and say, listen, you know, I forgive you for those things. And... Um, you know, I'm not saying you have to do that in person either. I know there's some recovery ministries where they say they you're supposed to list everybody that's, you know, ever wronged you or you've ever wronged and go sit down with them across from them and, and apologize to their face or, or you know, that forgiveness. Yeah, I can't imagine why a lot of people bail out of those recovery programs at that step. But um, I'm not saying that's what you have to do. Um, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about that? <laughs> Um, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, I think that you, know, you can act um, from a place of, of reason that, that we do 
if reconciliation is possible when it comes to forgiveness, then then that's something that we should pursue. But but again, if you if you were abused by somebody, am I going to sit here and tell you, oh, you need to go look your abuser across from the table and and tell them that you forgive you? No, I mean, well, first off, talk about a triggering moment. No kidding. I mean, you talk about an opportunity for them to wound you further. Yeah. Uh, if they're, I mean, no. <laughs> right. Don't do that. <laughs> well, the thing is too, and we'll talk about it here in a second, is that you know you may sit across somebody and, and try to forgive them, and then they don't accept it, or yeah, like yeah. you said, they may take that. You know, just because you have maybe you know tried to try to get back on track or do some you know do something better with your life doesn't mean they have and yeah. they could still just be a total jerk we'll say yeah. and uh and you know so no we don't want to do that um but in cases where you know maybe that that is something you know like a parent or something where you can like you're talking about reconcile in, in a safe way in a, in a way that matters um and that that you know that's a relationship that you value um and you want to try to do that then you know by all means try to do that but there's Nothing saying that you have to no, that. I, I think use your judgment again. Um, I, I do want to harp on. I mean, again, I know we just said it twice, but if, if there's an opportunity to reconcile a healthy relationship, by all means, I think that that's God's will for us to pursue that. But but use reason, use your judgment. Don't don't put yourself in a harmful situation, harmful environment to allow yourself to to be further hurt, further abused. Um, that again, when we're talking about forgiveness, primarily it's for us you know so that we can grow and heal i think you know it is great if, if people can journey with us in that but this yeah. is not always the case and so to draw that hard line and say wow this is this is what you should go for um absolutely not so 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 we talked about the 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 easier part so to speak as far as forgiving somebody else when they have done done something to us but there is a, the, the 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 chance that while you were going through your identify lesson and, and writing down the things that you know you feel bad about that negative person or uh at event is is you 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 did something well that can't be <laughs> i know um, i know it's unheard of right but i mean it may be possible that you did something you know you you did something with you know you were uh, maybe verbally abusive with your kids or well that can't be because you know um when i was going through my addiction um, that kind of justified all my behavior. So yeah. I couldn't possibly be the offender because I didn't know what I was doing, what I was thinking. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. I was just coming from a place of brokenness. So um, if everybody else would have just done what I wanted them to do, yeah, um, I wouldn't have had to have been a jerk to them. Or if they'd get over it. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Mean, Stop so judging me. I just, I just don't know what we're talking about. There's no, no way that we could be the center or the source of right. pain. Um, Especially how it works. People yeah. hurt us. We don't hurt people. That's so. right. Especially when we're addicted, you just do. You know, <laughs> you don't do anything to anybody else pursuing that that kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so in your past, you may be feeling guilt, right? That would be the the emotion that we feel a lot of uh, when it's our fault, right? We feel guilty. We feel guilty for things we've done, things you know, activities we've engaged in, people we've hurt or harmed. Um, you know, and so on and so forth. And so we feel a lot of guilt from that. And so then to mask that guilt, we continue to engage in whatever our struggle is. Uh, so what do we do in that case when we are the ones who uh, offended? Um, well, so now it's our turn to ask for forgiveness, right? And we ask for forgiveness where possible. So in some circumstances, again, maybe that person's moved off or uh, passed away. And obviously we can't ask for forgiveness in those situations or those kinds of things. But in some of those cases, yeah, we, you know, in, more so in this circumstance than in the previous circumstance, we, we, 
we probably do want to try to get together with whoever it is we've hurt or harmed, you know, as long as it's a safe thing to do and, and try to ask for forgiveness from them. Um, because that, that guilt's not going to go away by doing more of whatever it is your struggle is. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, it is one of those things, uh, on this side of it, uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's such a healthy thing that that person will look at us and say, you know, I accept, you know, I accept what you're seeking here. I do forgive you. Um, and, and there's different strategies for this too. I mean, um, I'm, I'm a fan of using surrogates if necessary. You know, maybe there, there was a relationship and there's just no way that, that you could ever seek forgiveness from that person um, to sit around a, across from, you know, a sponsor, a mentor, um, a spiritual leader, you know, somebody in your life that you trust and to have that conversation and use them even as a surrogate. I mean, because sometimes hearing those words is necessary. Um, but, you know, we do, man, write a letter, do what you need to do, um, but but seek forgiveness. And when it comes to this, it's important to remember, and this was a huge hang up for me, um, because as you guys didn't catch the tremendous amount of sarcasm in the beginning, <laughs> you know, as I spent 18 years in addiction, um, first and foremost, I couldn't possibly even remember all the people that I've hurt. Um, I mean, you talk about a task in and of itself. I mean, the list is is longer than my capacity. Um, <laughs> to, so, I mean, there was this kind of, I mean, blanket conversations that I had with God and really having to come to an understanding that um, I've, I've done things that I'm not proud of and knowing that that grace and mercy was extended to me from God, that, that regardless of what they think, what they're going to do, how they feel, regardless, I mean, and this is sad to say, I mean, there's just names, people that, that I can remember moments, I don't know who they were, um, and I did terrible things to them, and just knowing that, that God does extend that love and grace and mercy to me, that, that I can walk in forgiveness, regardless of, of where they're at today, and well, how their heart is positioned towards me, that, that God's going to come at me with a, a posture of grace and mercy. Yeah, well, and that's, you know, that's true, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, heck, how many, I, I know, I, I'm sure I'm super guilty of this because uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty good about not taking into account what other people think <laughs> about what I say. Like, I just, I'm pretty blunt. I'm a pretty blunt person. And, and there's probably plenty of people that I've, I've hurt or harmed, you know. By, the list grows daily. Yeah, it? I'm sure. Well, if you spend any time around me and, and you've got thin skin, I mean, yeah. like. I've had the same problem. So. Yeah, so, you know, I've probably hurt people and I have no idea that I've hurt them. Um, you know, it's like, yeah. So in those cases, I mean, yeah, we, while we, you know, again, in relationships that we need to try to try to rectify, we, we want to say, you know, try to get across from them and ask for forgiveness but ultimately you know forgiveness comes from from God and, and you know seeking that forgiveness from God for what you've done and that we're, we're repentant of it and we're going to try to do better and and not continue to make those same mistakes when we deal with people I mean that that at the end of the day God's the one who's who's the ultimate forgiver for us yeah. and so um you know yeah not all cases it's not it's not a clean process you know it's not a simple just oh I can check off you know, a list and, and make sure my ledger is clean and, and go on about my life. This is, it's not, it's not the way it works. And as a matter of fact, it's the, our next kind of part is like, what if you do sit across from somebody and you say, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry for, you know, I know I did these things that were wrong. I, I authentically apologize and ask for your forgiveness and they refuse. 
you know, like, what do I do then? You it's hate like, them. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it again yeah. because they're not going to forgive you. No. I'll show you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, it's, uh, or <laughs> there's another way. Uh, you can just go on with, with life because you know what? That person's not obligated to forgive you. Maybe they're not, maybe they're not Christian. Heck, maybe they are Christian and they haven't really fully embraced that whole forgiveness thing. Yeah. Um, what we can't do is control the actions of others. We talked about that. We, what we can control is what we do and how we react to things that happen to us. And so if they choose not to forgive you, you've done your part, right? Like there's nothing that says like, I need to just continue to to, to no, that's probably a really unhealthy choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen people get hung up on this where um, they're like, well, let's go talk to him again. And this becomes their focal point. And like, this is so dangerous. Yeah. I mean, well, they can't they they can't get past that because yeah. they just well I'm just they I mean they never forgiven me and I'm still a worthless person yeah. like no that person doesn't determine who you are in Christ I've so. got to be reconciled to them the relationship's got to be fixed well sometimes this is not gonna be yeah um, and we do have to come to a place where we accept that um, I see this frequently in in family matters you know it, it's can become such a big thing because obviously those people generally don't leave your life and so you have that opportunity um to, to interact with them from time to time and of course with our loved ones reconciliations that the thing that we desire most um but at times it's not going to happen and so you can't you can't just be stuck there forever in a purgatory of sorts um pressing into that person um trying to get them to do something, trying to force their hand. It really does have to be one of those things where we come to that understanding that, that ultimately this isn't in the hands of, of God, um, that, that God forgives me. That's going to have to be enough here. Um, we can pray for them to, to come to a place where they'll extend biblical forgiveness to us as well um, and, and be able to move forward. But, I mean, there, you, may, you may hit that place where you're just going to have to accept it, accept that their relationship was damaged. It's not coming back. Their 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 heart is hard and may never be softened. And and this is the cards that that we've helped deal to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, and you know, Dylan recovery ministry for however many years I've done it. It's I've number of stories of you know parents that have you know they were a certain way throughout their kids you know formative years where they were abusive or absentee or any of those things. Um, in and out of jail, that kind of stuff. Turn the life over to Christ, have turned around and totally different person. And the kid just, you know, isn't willing to forgive them for that. And and it's, it's you know, I hate I, my heart hurts for them, uh, for that that individual that can't, you know, the, the, the child's just not willing to work, reconcile. But you know, you can't. You gotta just do, live the life that God's called you to. Um, always be there and be willing to to step back in when that person's ready to allow you to be there. Uh, but you can't force yourself on them. You can't force them to forgive you. Uh, but you you also have got to live a lot. You, so you got to live your life. And so you, you do your part. You do it authentically, you know, with you, you mean, you know, you mean it when you say, man, I'm, I'm asking forgiveness. And if they don't, you, you just, okay. You know, you have to be okay with that. And you have to, and you can't be resentful to them again. Like that, <laughs> you don't get a new round of resentment because they choose not to forgive you. Like that's their choice. They get to, they get to make their choices and we have to make our choices. So you have to be good with that. Yeah. One, one last thing on forgiveness, um, just kind of as we're closing. And this is something that, that I've, I've come to believe. Um, you may be able to make a theological argument against it. 
Um, but, I mean, there's nothing clear to me that says this is wrong or I wouldn't state it. Um, and I think forgiveness sometimes is we, we do look at it as a one and done. Um, now, God, um, being God, has the ability to, to forget um, our sins as far as the East is from the West and to, to extend this um, forgiveness to us and to leave it at that forever. Um, people, on the other hand, um, we are imperfect. And so I, I, I personally believe that, that you can forgive somebody and you can arrive at that conclusion in your heart where you've set that down and you've operated in that. Um, and, and I personally believe that, that you, if you're not careful, can pick it back up again. And so I think it's one of those things just to be mindful that you know if you've arrived at this place, you've forgiven somebody, um, that it's just like relationships can be a garden. These can be these things that you may have to maintenance from time to time. Be incredibly aware of where you're coming from. Maybe that person had, had reconciled, come back into your life. They've done something that's triggered or pressed in those moments. And because we can't forget um, those pains, those emotions start coming back up. And then we allow the enemy to, to put that wall back up of forgiveness. And so just be mindful that um, there may be things that that cause you to fall back into that trap, in my opinion. Um, so you may have to go through this process again on people if you're not incredibly careful as you're moving forward. That, that just watch that. Um, I believe personally that this is something that, that I've fallen victim to in the past where I've set things down, I forgave that person. I truly believe I was operating in that. And then things happened over time and there I was right back again. Um, dealing with this hatred and this anger, thinking, how in the world did this happen? Um, I'm, I'm back at square one and had to go through it all over again. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, you see that a lot in, uh, in relationships, right? Yeah. Like husband-wife, really, like, <clears throat> you know, if you if you deal with something um, and, you, you know, you have a conflict and you resolve that conflict, and it's like, okay, we're we're in agreement over this thing and then we then we move forward down the road and then you know you you don't throw your clothes in the, the hamper or whatever the right way and then she brings but you remember three months ago when you did this thing and I like, no 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 we we we, we dealt with that like which also is the comments I want to make here and I'm not gonna fall into that trap of of, of this conversation with <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna you know I'm just saying um, in general I'm not saying that this is specific to any one person but I'm just saying that it, 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 that goes both ways. It definitely, yeah, it and, and we see it a lot with, uh, you do see it a lot with, in recovery uh, with couples and people who are maybe out of relationship, getting back in relationship, they do have a trouble, they do have trouble trusting and they do have trouble at doing an, an authentic forgiveness because like you said, when, when something happens in that relationship, they'll bring up, you know, they'll, they'll be extra hurt because of this thing that happened in a previous relationship and, and I'm, you know, they haven't really forgiven and moved on from that thing. And so then when somebody else does it to them, now they're, instead of it being a, a small deal, now it's a big deal because we haven't really moved on. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that damages a lot of relationships there. I've, I've just seen that a lot. Absolutely. Um, one other thing though, before we, in, you know, I was thinking about when we were talking about other things. Um, not only are we talking about, uh, you know, truly for, forgiving and, and moving on past those things, but moving forward, I want to encourage you to practice, you know, to, to have a heart of forgiveness moving forward. And that means that when you mess up, apologize then. Like, so we don't, 
So now, you know, this is something that we practice. So we ask for forgiveness when, in the moment when we do those things that, that have harmed or hurt someone. Because newsflash, you're still going to make people mad. You're Absolutely. still going to mess up. You're still going to, you know, sin. We're still going to harm, hurt others because, you know, whether intentionally or unintentionally, it's going to happen. And you just have to, going forward, you know, we're, we're a new creation in Christ. We're going to practice a new way of living. So going forward, you're going to go, you know, hey, man, I messed up. Before this becomes a big deal, I'm going to ask, you know, hey, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I didn't, you know, I, I, you took this this way and I didn't mean it to be that way. Or I did this thing and I did that out of anger and I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, man, get those situations taken care of instantly now instead of, because again, we're, we're, we're coming from a heart of forgiveness because out of our new newness in Christ, this is how we're going to view other people and view the world is, man, I'm going to always be ready and willing to ask for forgiveness for the things that I do instead of holding on to all that stuff and letting it become a new a new negative belief or whatever in, in, in my future. So Yeah, and that, that's really good. And I'm going to use, I know Caleb really likes exercise analogies, but it's one of those things that you do it the first time, man, it hurts. <laughs> it's hard um, just to kind of accept that position. But, but I will encourage you in this. The more that you do it, the more frequent you are, the easier it becomes just like working out. You, you kind of build that, that muscle, that muscle memory of, all right, this becomes just a thing. And it becomes who we are to, to walk in that, that heart of forgiveness that Caleb's talking about. Yeah, I mean, you offend so many people that we... We're pretty good at that now. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> We've worked that muscle out a lot. Oh, you took it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that out loud. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really have tried to operate in that. I'm always not so great, so it kind of depends. The closer the relationship, I find the more difficult it is to do that. Yes. Um, yeah, with strangers, man, I can, I can operate in that so easily. Yeah. Um, and then as you kind of get close, you know, my closest relationship being my wife, that's where I struggle the most to admit fault, um, to seek forgiveness. Um, so <laughs> that is that is that is a weird paradox yeah. there that we got. It's like the more I care about you, the harder it is to <laughs> ask, tell you I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. well, so true. Anyway. Um, guys, as we close, Matthew 5:23 through 24 says, "So if you're presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember." that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar, go and be reconciled to that person, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Now, in the context that this was written, you know, people went to temple still, they went and they offered sacrifices, and really what they were doing is they were going before the presence of God. So, um, obviously, we're not talking about literal sacrifice. Yes, no sacrifice. You, know, you know, if you're cutting up goats <laughs> in your backyard, um, we need to talk That's about a that. That's faith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but what he's pointing to is, you know, if you're seeking God, you know, you're going before God, you're seeking the presence of, of the Lord, you're seeking forgiveness. Um, that this is, again, it's such a big deal, like we, we pointed out in Mark earlier, um, that this is the thing that can stand between you, your growth, your relationship with God. Um, it's not about you and them. It's really not that when we talk about this, really think of it in the context of you and Jesus, that that's what this is about. It's about you growing in Christ, you growing in your relationship, you growing in pursuit of his will. Um, remove them from the, your equation, thinking, moving forward, it makes it so much easier. Um, and then just begin to develop, you know, develop steps, develop a plan to help you complete this process. Um, there's so many things out there that you can do. Let's say, um, if necessary, I'm a, I'm a big fan uh, of using a, a surrogate um, in people's positions if that's what's necessary uh, because there is something powerful 
about just that moment of fellowship and, and coming together with, with another believer in those moments, um, confessing to one another. I'm a, I'm a fan of that if that's necessary, um, and it's very biblical, uh, is you know going to people and saying, this is where I'm at, this is what I've done, and that forgiveness process. But there's, there's things to do um, to help kind of to ease that, to navigate it, to make it more productive, and for you to find more success. Yeah, you know, the... Just be honest with yourself, right? You know, don't use that like as, as a cop out. Like, well, I'll just, I'm just gonna sit in my room and ask forgiveness from everybody and forgive everybody. And like, you, <laughs> you know, again, this whole thing, this whole, the whole, the whole study, the whole book is, is centered around you being honest with yourself. Like, and if, and if you, and if you're not gonna be, like, you know, well, we know, no, but it's not hurting us i mean you're the one that's not getting the, the full benefit out of out of your recovery by not being honest so i mean like you can trick the people around you and that's great and all but you're still going to be stuck so i mean good luck to you i guess but yeah. like so you know like aaron said so you have to analyze these things and look at you know do i need to do i need to meet with this person and, and ask for forgiveness or forgive them i mean if yes then then do that if that's what it's going to take for you to feel better if, if it's not possible then you know find a different way to do that and, that, and that's okay you know find find what is going to work for you again don't use don't use that as a cop out though and be like well i'll just all right i forgive everybody everybody in the world i'm you know you're forgiven you know like that's that's not going to fix the thing for you. So whatever it's going to take for you to, to, to fix that situation where where you're not harboring resentment against that person or you're not harboring guilt for the thing that you have done to somebody else or other people, um, do that, all right? Figure out what that is. Figure out who those people are that you need to deal with. Write those things out and start working through that. This isn't a, this isn't a flip a switch and this is a fixed kind of issue. Like, Again, like most of the things in this in the in our in our program here, this is a process. It's going to take some time. Even after you forgive, you're still going to be dealing with some of that that hurt. You're still going to have some of those uh, some of those emotions. Some some things are going to trigger those things back in you again, and you're going to have to be vigilant that you're aware of that and you realize, hey, I'm I'm reacting out of this place of anger because of this thing. I've forgiven them, and I need to change the way I'm reacting to this. And that's going to take some practice. It's a process. Don't beat yourself up if you go through this and then you're like you know and then you're falling back into some anger or some guilt or that you it this is about becoming aware and, and doing things differently and practicing those things till we get it right okay it's not a, a one and done all right so yeah i mean it's is it is uh, it is a process and i mean and it's a discipleship process it really is and so you just look at kind of like the sanctification and, and you're becoming you're becoming disciplined in this and anything that you're disciplined in, um, you, you most likely had to do it multiple times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's coming back. You're developing um, this this line of thinking. You know, you didn't get where you're at overnight. You're not going to get out of it overnight. Um, it is something that you may have to address time and time again. Build build the muscle memory, so to speak. Um, develop the strategies, implement the strategy, refine the strategy, and come back to it as many times as necessary. Because again, ultimately, this is about you. It's about your healing, about your walk. It's not about us, not about them. Um, we want you to find success. You can deceive everyone in the world, which is often what we've done that's landed us in this position. Now it's time to kind of break off um, just that, that shame, that guilt, embarrassment, whatever it is that's keeping you from doing this, the hurt, the wounds, and say, I'm ready to be healed. I'm ready to find freedom and to really pursue who Christ has created me to be and, and to experience the life that he has for me. That's what all this is about. Yeah. 
So as we conclude, I just want to remind you to uh, make sure you like us on our socials. Make sure you share us, share our, the podcast with everybody. Leave us a review. It feeds the algorithm, but it also makes us feel better about ourselves, and Absolutely. that's what's most important. Absolutely. And, so. you know, if you have questions or comments, make sure to send them to us. You can reach out to, to our Facebook page, Instagram page. You can uh, email uh, info at cedarpoint.church. And all your angry emails go to Aaron at cedarpoint.church. Um, or, you know, questions and comments, that kind of thing. You can go to him. Uh, anything we can do there to help you guys out, help you with your questions about your recovery process, or if you're, you have a certain circumstance or situation that you want to ask a question about, man, feel free to ask us about it because uh, we're here to help you out. And yeah, and one last thing on that, um, man, if you do, if you have ideas for topics moving forward, um, I do want to remind you, man, send those to us. We'd love to hear from you. Any ideas you have for you know future shows moving forward as we continue to grow, develop this content. Um, but man we love you guys thanks again for connecting with us for growing with us Um, we love you we'll see you right back here next week